Don Gerica on SAFM. What is the price of petrol going to look like for this year? So far, things are looking good, but on day one. Visvan Reddy is the national convener of fuel lobby group People Against Petroleum. Uh, make sure. People Against Petroleum Price Increases. Is that right, Visvan? I think there's, isn't there, uh, yeah. That's up. People Against Petroleum Price That's Increases. Up. Okay. Uh, morning to you. Happy New Year. Uh, good news for the start of the year. Petrol yes. prices coming down. Diesel also looking good. So what do we expect in the, in the first half of this year? There's going to be some substantial decreases. Uh, that's going to come into effect on Wednesday, as you quite right, rightly pointed out. In fact, we're looking at decreases of just over one rand and two rand in some cases. Mm. But uh, I think, uh, John, any uh, decrease, any slash in the price of fuel is most welcome. But I think we need to see the fuel prices in South Africa within the context of how our politicians have actually abused and mismanaged the uh, the fuel pricing system in the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of that, we are paying, we're still paying exorbitant prices for, for petrol. You know, I recall a time when when the fuel prices was around uh, 13, 14 then, and we were, we were protesting because we were afraid it's going to go up to 20 then. We warned it's going to go up to 20 then, and eventually it went up to 20 then. And let me tell you that the majority of South Africans, especially motorists, did not see uh, uh, you know, corresponding increases in their income that would support their, their, this additional expense. And it's quite substantial. So uh, an average household over the past uh, five years has now uh, had to find another 1,000, 2,000 rands a month just to be able to accommodate these these uh, increases. The decrease that we find uh, coming into play on Wednesday is directly as a result of the slash in the prices of crude oil. Uh, crude oil prices have come down, uh, but the rand is still not, uh, uh, still weak against the dollar. So uh, I'm glad that the government has actually passed on these decreases to consumers. Uh, and this is largely because of people like ourselves and others like the AA and so on that are monitoring uh, for the first time in, in the history of the fuel prices in South Africa. We have groups, lobby groups and other groups that's actually monitoring government uh, especially the fuel price changes and how it implements them uh, in the country. And I think by doing that, we're actually keeping government on its toes. Now, we've maintained, and we still do, that the price of petrol in South Africa can actually come down to 10 rands a litre. Sure. That's what we should be paying in South Africa. And and it's been covered quite extensively in the media and so on, uh, exactly what we've been saying. I mean, number one, we are paying a lot we're paying the highest in in taxes, fuel taxes in South Africa, in Africa rather, in Africa. So about 44% of what you pay at the pumps actually goes to government taxes. And the government had the audacity and the gall, the last decrease to implement a slate tax. They introduced another tax uh, and they, uh, simply because uh, they were not too happy about passing on huge uh, decreases to consumers. Now, uh, fuel prices affects every one of us, John. You can be uh, you know, a middle-income earner, low-income earner, no-income earner. You might not even own a car, but the price of petrol affects you uh, because every time the price of petrol goes up, uh, 
everything goes up. Your cost of public transport, your cost of food, etc. Now, my question is, what impact impact does this uh, decrease have on the ordinary South African who has been affected by these uh, fuel hikes? And uh, now, how do they have anything to celebrate? And the answer is no, because you'll find that the government is not implementing uh, uh, regulations to see to it that uh, few, I mean, uh, the cost of food and other essentials actually come down. That's not happening. Uh, and we don't have a guarantee that the prices of transport is going to come down either. And that's simply because the government itself is uncertain about the stability of the prices of crude oil. And, and we might our, our celebration might be short-lived for this year. And I don't mm. want to be a doomsayer, but the fact of the matter is that this government has, has mismanaged the fuel pricing uh, uh, process in South Africa ever since it's come into power. And that is an absolute fact. And, and, and really, I believe that there has to be a political solution. I've tried. I've approached other political parties. I've gone. Really, we've, we've tried. And I think it's on record what we've done as PAPI, People Against Petroleum Price Increases. Uh, and uh, it seems that our efforts have all for, fallen on deaf ears. I thought that when we reached the 20 rand mark, and, and let me tell you, the price of fuel is not coming to below 20. You're still going to be paying about 22 rands a litre for your uh, petrol and diesel. Mm. How, so, much, uh, how does our petrol price compare to our neighbours? Right. we are, They actually pay less for, uh, how for much fuel. Less? <laughs> uh, they pay about three to four rands uh, in, in rands, less than South Africa. And here's the best part. They actually buy their fuel from South Africa. We supply them with petrol because their taxes are not the same as what South Africans are paying. Our taxes are, are I mean, the government recoups around 90 billion rands yes. from fuel taxes, right? right so, but that's, and, that's money that we need. That's money to, to work on infrastructure and do all the things that the government needs to do. So without that, they wait, won't be able to do that. Wait, 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 wait. I, I'd understand that if everything in the country was working, if our road infrastructure was working, our water systems, electricity systems, our hospitals, etc., was working, yes, I'll accept your argument that uh, we need to pay the, these taxes, otherwise uh, someone has to pay for it. But the fact of the matter is, and we've seen how the government in this country has been abusing uh, state, I mean, uh, taxes, We've seen it. I mean, you've seen the. You heard of the Zondo Commission. You've heard of various other com commissions that has exposed the fact that our trillions of rands in this country has been mismanaged by the same government. And so it makes you then uh, uh, say to yourself, if government had to cut its own expen uh, expenses, and we had uh, people who were sincere and people who were honest that were in government, we would not be. We would not have to pay these taxes. Because uh, then the, the money is being properly managed. Mm. And the problem in the country is that our finances, the fiscus, is not being managed correctly. I'll give you one example. The, 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 the Minister of Finance and the, um, the, the, the DG of Finance reported that uh, the state treasury reported that we are in a deficit of 17 billion rands in this financial year.
All right, and so they will not be able to support the 350 rands uh, um, unemployment uh, grant. Mm. But the government, I mean the ANC in particular, let, let, let's focus here and home in on the ANC. The ANC goes ahead and starts promising people that they will uh, extend this grant and they will increase the grant with no idea from where the money is going to come from. And when the government speaks like this, it sends shivers up my spine because I didn't know that they're going to tap into fuel taxes to try and support this. And this becomes, we are in an election year, so I can tell you that they will find every uh, means to support their election promises. Are you in favor of deregulating the fuel industry? Absolutely. Now, some of you will say, well, you know, in some country it hasn't worked, but in South Africa, South Africa is in a unique situation. Deregulating fuel prices in South Africa is going to definitely work. And and and, and the point I'm going to make to you is something you've, you will not hear from any of your other uh, comment, commentators around the fuel prices. You see, Sasol makes fuel from coal. Mm-hmm. Hear me, John. Mm-hmm. And and Sasol is currently listed on the JSC. It's one of the top 10 companies. It makes a massive uh, uh, profit out of the sale of fuel because the cost uh, to Sasol to make fu- fuel from coal is around six rands a litre. Mm-hmm. All right? So, so Sasol now, uh, are you paying the same price for Sasol fuels as you would pay for your Shell and yes. and and BP and Astron and everything else, and th- that's being imported. It's 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 uh, the, the crude oil prices have a direct bearing on those on those uh, prices. Now, if the price of fuel is deregulated in this country and we have an honest government in place, not crooks and thugs like we have currently, you'd find that Sasol uh, fuel prices will have to come down. Our Sasol fuel is being exported to neighboring countries. They're actually buying the Sasol fuel and they're selling it cheaper in those countries. It's cheaper for you to go and fill in Lesotho or Botswana. So deregulating the price of fuel in South Africa and bringing Sasol back into ownership of the state like it was initially intended to be is going to create a situation where our fuel prices are actually going to come down to less than 10 rands a litre. Uh, okay, I, I want to talk international prices quickly. While you were talking, I just did a quick look at the UK price, and I realize it's difficult to convert from pounds to rand and all those things. Yes. But a litre of petrol in the UK, one pound fifty, is thirty-five rand ninety a litre. So we're cheaper than the UK by uh, quite a large magnitude. But you're not earning in pounds. <laughs> that is the difference. I mean, I can tell you if you go to the uh, go to Europe, you buy a can of Coke. The Coke is going to cost you way more than you you're paying here in in South Africa because there you're earning in pounds. But that is not not our argument, as Papi. Our argument is that uh, in South Africa, all right, uh, we are unique. We are not like Europe. Now we are sending our coal. We are exporting it to Europe when the coal here can be used uh, to, to, to make fuel. And the price of our fuel can come to, uh, why should we be comparing ourselves to other countries when we should be comparing ourse- ourselves with ourselves? Because when you look at the, at the apartheid government, you know, I don't, want, don't generally like doing this, 
But the fact of the matter is that during the apartheid uh, regime in South Africa, they created uh, uh, Sasol to mitigate against sanctions, fuel sanctions. And they were afraid that sanctions will actually cripple the country. So they created an alternative source of fuel in South Africa. What did our government do? They privatized uh, Sasol put it in the hands of private shareholders to get away from, from South Africans. And as a result of that, you have a company in South Africa which ought, to, which ought to have belonged to the people of South Africa and who were supposed to benefit from this technology, fuel to co- I mean, uh, coal to fuel technology. It, it is not happening. It's not happening because the government is simply dragging its feet. It's ignoring these options, really viable options, mm. where we can bring fuel prices to below 10 rand in South Africa. Vasun Reddy, thank you very much. National convener of the Fuel thank Lobby you. Group, Papi, People Against Petroleum Price Increases.